Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi Camille. I'm so excited to have you back. Welcome, welcome. I was checking out the last few episodes, and they've been a little bit longer than usual. Usual, Usually, excuse me, our episodes are, you know, no more than 30 minutes, usually closer to around 15 minutes, but they've been expanding as I've been expounding on some of these concepts that we're talking about. So I'm not mad about it, and I hope you aren't either. This week on the podcast, we're talking affirmations, what they are and what they aren't. And this uh, this podcast was inspired, this episode rather, was inspired by, I'm reading Pema Chodron's, Chandran's, Start Where You Are. I really need to figure out how to say her last name. She is a Buddhist monk, and I personally really, really like her because of how down to earth she is as a Buddhist monk. You know, she talks about a lot of beautiful concepts that come up in Buddhism, and then makes them real. Uh, For instance, the book that I'm reading, Start Where You Are, she gives an instance of when she found out that her husband was cheating on her and, and what she had done and how she was frustrated, but she wraps that into Buddhism and those practices so beautifully. So to give a little bit of background, why am I even bringing this up? I'm going to give a little bit of information just about who I am and how I show up spiritually. That's not what this episode is about. We're talking affirmations, but I opened up with a little bit of Buddhism. So in case anybody's like, is this a Buddhist podcast? Are you Buddhist? If that's a thought that's coming up for anybody, Not that it's anybody's business, but I was born and raised Christian. I don't know if I was born Christian, but I was raised Christian. Uh, And because my dad was in the military, we moved around my whole life. So we were in Virginia and Florida and Hawaii and Japan. And so we went to a lot of different churches. I went to Protestant churches and Methodist churches and Baptist churches, but always Christian. And so growing up, I just claimed non-denominational because it really depended on where we were living at the time and which church spoke to us, you know, which church vibrated with my family or my mom rather at the time, which form of Christianity. And so that's my background. And then growing up, I just had such a love of spirituality as a whole, because as I'm, I don't want to call it even doing a research, learning rather about the different forms of spirituality. There's so much beautiful overlap and I love to use tools from a variety of areas because they all serve me. So that's just my take. Now I'm going to shift gears to affirmations. Uh, I wouldn't say that affirmations are tied to any specific religion. So I don't want anybody to think that we're doing affirmations and it's Buddhist or it's Christian. I, I personally don't tie it to anything in particular. I use it as a brain science tool. We all have brains. We can all use affirmations. Now, this is where we're going to get into what affirmations are and what they are not. Last week on the podcast, when we were talking intentions and headline beliefs, we talked about the reticular activating system, or what I like to call the search bar in your brain. And so what I'm bringing that back up for is affirmations are a great way to fine tune the search bar in your brain so that you're looking for things you want to look for. So again, when when I say reticular activating system, The example I always use may change is you're looking for, you're shopping for a red punch buggy. That's the next car you're going to get. 
And because you've literally been searching for that as you're driving around and living your life, you're now noticing the red punch buggies in the world more often. You're like, oh my gosh, there's all these red punch buggies everywhere. Red beetle bugs, whatever you want to call them. Volkswagens. I'm seeing them everywhere. That's your reticular activating system in effect. So what an affirmation does is it puts on purpose something in your search bar in your brain that you want to look for, that you want to find evidence for. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to walk you through this, what they are and what they aren't. Here's what they aren't. We're going to start there. They're not a band-aid. Affirmations are not a band-aid. And that's what inspired me to create this podcast, reading that book. One of the things that Pema says in there is that often people will use affirmations as a band-aid. So the example that I'm using here is something like, I, I'm ugly, right? Somebody might say, I think I'm ugly and the man of my dreams will never love me, right? That may be a thought that someone has. I'm ugly or I'm unattractive and the man of my dreams will never love me. Now, a Band-Aid may be, oh, no, 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 honey. You just say, I am beautiful. Say, I am beautiful again and again and again until you believe it. That's what I would say is an is a Band-Aid <laughs> affirmation. And I would I personally do not use affirmations in this way. I do not advise people to use affirmations in this way. Now, here's where you can still use that as a tool. Let's again say we have a friend. Maybe it's you who's thinking I'm not attractive. And because I'm not attractive, the man of my dreams, the person of my dreams will never love me, will never find me. I'm just like too ugly. It's just not a thing for me, right? If that's the thought you're thinking and someone tells you to say, I am beautiful, just say I am beautiful until you believe it, right? The way we use it as a tool is I want you to reflect on what happens if you're this person that says I'm not attractive. Okay, well, what happens when I say to you, you are beautiful, well, I don't believe it. Okay, cool. Why don't you believe it? And this is why I say an affirmation can be used as a tool. If you say an affirmation out loud that you want to believe, we'll say, but you don't actually believe yet, and it causes some itchiness, some tension in your energy, in, in your emotion, that's something to look at. So for this person, if when they say, I am beautiful, it feels itchy inside, they don't believe it, that's a moment for us to pause not to run over and be like, this affirmation isn't working. Da, da, da. Okay, yes, true. It's not working, but why isn't it working? Why don't you believe that you're beautiful? That gives us somewhere to go. That gives us something to clean up. Is it because your father growing up said that you're never going to meet anybody because you're ugly? Is it because that boy in your class, that person in your class that one time made that comment and you carried it with you for years and years? Why don't you think that you're attractive? Often when I ask this question to clients, they're like, well, if I would just lose, you know, these five pounds and I toned up here, then I'd be attractive. If I just did this and I had this job, then I would feel attractive. That's why I say this is a guide map. An affirmation, more than a way to reframe your brain, and we're going to circle back to that, is a great discernment and intuition tool. Because if you say something you don't believe, it gives you the opportunity to look at why you don't believe it and to clean it up and to see is is there some past stuff in here are there some thoughts i've been carrying with me for way too long that i don't need to carry anymore oh i've been thinking that i'm not attractive because that one boy in class the one time i took a chance and i wrote him a note and i told him that i liked him he said you're ugly i don't like you and i've carried that with me my whole life y'all this stuff happens but it gives us the opportunity to be like okay that's a thought i've been carrying with me i don't want to think that anymore so 
in that scenario, I'm going to stick here. I might ask the client, what comes up for you when I bring up that affirmation or phrase, I am beautiful? And you can ask yourself that question. If there's an affirmation or phrase that comes up that makes you itchy, ask yourself, what comes up when I say this affirmation? What's coming up for me? I don't believe it. I think it's stupid. It brings me back to this memory. Right? So in this example, my, my person might say, I don't believe it. I don't believe that I'm beautiful. Right? And so I'm not going to have her say it until she believes it. I might ask her, what might you like to believe instead? I might ask them, what might you want to believe instead? Right? So let's zoom out. The current belief is I am unattractive. The affirmation is I am beautiful. They're not in a place to think I am beautiful, but they don't want to believe I am unattractive and the person of my dreams is never going to find me. So this is an opportunity to ask, what might you want to believe instead? What might you want to think instead? And that floods my brain with so many affirmations I've used during that time of my life of they're looking for me as much as I'm looking for them. We're looking at the same moon. They can't wait to meet me, right? Those were affirmations that I used uh, in my singlehood that I keep near and dear to my heart that I'll use with clients because they were affirmations that when I was single, like they're looking at the same moon as me, just gave me comfort that my person was looking for me too. It wasn't about me being attractive. It was about, I believe that they're looking for me as well. And that's, that's an affirmation that served to me during that time. They're looking at the same moon as me. They're looking for me at the same time, right? So I might ask my person, what might you want to believe instead? That my person finds me incredibly attractive. Maybe that's what my person says. My, my client will say, my client says, my person finds me incredibly attractive, right? And that's what they want to believe instead. She's like, I can believe that. I can't walk around saying I am beautiful, I am beautiful right now, but I can walk around saying my person believes that I am beautiful. That feels believable to me. So this is what we're talking about when I'm saying use that affirmation as a tool until you can find the affirmation that really sticks for you, right? And so in that In that realm, we used I am beautiful to lead us to something that was more true and to find out what was actually going on inside. And that's what we get to work on and clean up. Now, here's what I'm going to add to this. We're dealing with brain science here, my friends. So you may say the person that loves me and is attracted to me is going to find me beautiful, right? You may have landed on that affirmation. That does not mean that all of a sudden the thought that I'm unattractive is going to just poof, go away. And this is why we're going to shift where we can use affirmations as a tool. Where we can use them to help us reframe our brain. Literally change the makeup of our brain. So again, I'm going to zoom out. Your brain is is neuroplasticity. And it has the root of plastic in there. And that's on purpose. Our brains are malleable. So for the friend that's like, I've been believing that I'm unattracted for years and years and years and years. There's no way that I'm all of a sudden going to believe that I'm attractive. First and foremost, you're right. All of a sudden, you are not going to believe that you're attractive. That's not how this works. And that's not what I'm trying to do. An affirmation helps us to over time change our brain in the direction that we want. Authentically. An affirmation, and that's why we say it again and again, when you find one that's true to you. So let's go back to our friend. Who wants to believe that they're attractive maybe that's even their affirmation i want to believe that i'm attractive right i believe that it's possible for me to feel attractive that could be an affirmation 
The objective here is to, over time, change the makeup of your brain. You've built neuropathways that are there, that are solid, based on thinking thoughts again and again and attaching behaviors to them again and again, whether you like them or not, they're there. And so you may have a neuropathway that says, I'm not beautiful. You may deeply believe that. An affirmation that says, it is possible to believe that I'm attractive, for instance. And that can totally be an affirmation. I think sometimes people think they need to be like the super powerful, I'm the most amazing thing in the world. And it's like, if you don't believe that, we're not going to use that. We're going to use, it is possible for me to believe that I am attractive. That is fine. And don't let your brain judge you for like... That's not cool enough. That's not a good enough affirmation. Y'all, if it's true and it meets you where you are, then use it. That's the objective here because what we want is to over time authentically change your brain in the direction you want it to change in. And that is going to take time. This is the way that I like to give it to my clients, anybody I'm working with. Your brain is like a highway. You have all these highways in your brain. Those are your, your neural pathways. Those are the thoughts you've built over time. When you are going from... I am not attractive to I believe it's possible to feel attractive. It's going to get it's going to take some time. I know that's annoying to hear, but it does take time to rewrite your brain. If you've been thinking for years and years and years and years and years that you can't make money, that you can't find the person, that you'll never make more than X amount, that it's too hard to do math and therefore you're never going to be a successful business owner. Look at all those thoughts. You've believed those thoughts again and again, and you have created neural pathways around them. I'm telling you, because your brain is plastic, neuroplasticity is not literally plastic, but it's malleable, you have the opportunity to change it in the way you want to change it. In a real world example, I was talking to a client the other day, and she's building, this is actually coming up for several of my clients, we're creatives. I specifically work with creative humans, humans that see themselves as creative. I think all humans are creative, that's a little trick there, but people who identify as creative. Now, What can happen is that people who identify as creative and want to build these beautiful big businesses have all the ideas all day long for all of their businesses and what they want to do. And what can happen is they see the left side brain, we'll say, where it's like, I have to budget and I have to create a list and I have to map this out. And they get resistant to it and they say, I can't be a business owner because that's too hard. And they may have been thinking that their whole life. Maybe people have told them that. Their parents have told them that. You're too all over the place. You're too creative. You're not a businessy enough. You can't sit down for five seconds and come up with a business, right? And so they've built these neural pathways in their brain that say, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. But they're coming up against this part in them where it's like, but I want to. But I want to. But I want to. Right? But I kind of believe that it maybe it's possible. It might be hard, but it's possible. Right? Give yourself the grace to become the person, remember we're talking about becoming, in a way that's authentic to you. Give yourself the grace to become the person you want to be. Give yourself the grace to go through the hard parts, to struggle a little bit with figuring out how to balance a checkbook, to learn to be in the growing pains of the left brain if that is you, to be in the growing pains of believing that you're beautiful if you haven't believed that before. I want to add that here because An affirmation is not meant to all of the sudden make your brain change. Now, it will start changing your brain the second you use it, but just like anything else, if you don't use it, you lose it. If you don't practice Japanese, you're not going to be able to speak Japanese. If you don't practice your math tables, you're not going to know your math tables, whatever it is, right? You have to practice. If you haven't practiced surfing, riding a bike, sewing, you're going to get rusty at it. Same thing happens with our brains and what we're thinking. What is it that you're thinking that is serving you, that is helping you become someone new? That is what we're doing with these affirmations. So here's where we're going to shift gears. 
using affirmations in a way that serves you. We've been talking about that the whole time, but maybe you've been using it as a Band-Aid. Here's some ways for you to use it in a way that hopefully serves you, real-world practical ways to use some affirmations. So here's some affirmations that I wrote for our first example of I'm not attractive. Maybe you use instead, I love me, and so does the man of my dreams. Maybe you use, I am the most attractive when I'm happy. Because when we're, we're focused on here, what is an affirmation? It's a way to look at your brain. It's an encouragement tool. It's a tool to literally change your brain and create new neural pathways. Right? And so for the friend that says, I don't feel attractive, and they say, I want to believe that I'm attractive, I might ask her, what are your cues that you're attractive? How will you know that you're attractive? How will you feel when you're attractive? And use any word. I'm specifically honing in on this example for today, but maybe it's affluent for you, right? How is it that you want to feel? The only reason we want anything is because of the way we believe it will make us feel. I want to feel attractive. I want to feel abundant. I want to feel wealthy. I want to feel smart. I want to feel intelligent. I want to feel organized. I want to feel in control. What is it that you want to feel? Affirmations help us to get there. So for this person, she's like, I want to feel attractive. I want to feel good. So for her, her affirmation might be, I love me. Because that makes me feel good. And so does the man of my dreams. Or she might say, I am the most attractive when I'm happy. Right? When you think about what it means to be attractive, it means to feel good. It means to feel good in your body. It, it means different things to different people. But for the purpose of this example... She's like, I am the most attractive when I'm happy. And if think about if you were to confirm that, affirm that rather. I'm the most attractive when I'm happy. You wake up in the morning and that's what you're going to practice. I'm the most attractive when I'm happy. I'm the most attractive when I'm happy. When you wake up in the morning, when you think that through your day, right? Then your brain is less on, I need to become something else to be attractive to somebody. And it's more so about, I'm going to be happy and that's what makes me attractive. Right? And this is the way we get to play with our affirmations. Play with them. Find what works for you. So here are some ways to create affirmations authentically. Right? This is what affirmations are. They're not band-aids. They are ways to look at your brain, encourage yourself, or literally change your brain. Create a new neuropathway. So here are some ways to create some new ones. Notice what's not working. Notice what isn't working. It's not working that I feel like crud every day. I don't like thinking this way about myself. It's not working that I don't have enough money to invest in the things I want to invest in. It's not working that I am beating myself up for being a single person. It's not working dot, dot, dot. Notice what isn't working for you. It's no longer working for you. And then from there, it's going to be a lot of fun because actually I did this with an affirmation this morning. A lot of friends were like, well, how do you actually make an affirmation? This is hard. It doesn't have to be hard does not have to be a hard first thing notice what's not working just be honest what's not working what's making you upset second thing make a few i wish statements make a few i wish statements again this is where how we can get out of the band-aid phase i want you to be authentic what do you actually wish what do you actually want we're not here to slap on a band-aid i want to hear your actual wants and needs and don't judge yourself for wanting what you want. You can want what you want because you want it. Whether it's a man, a person, a dollar amount, 
personal peace, freedom, a car, a dog, to go on a walk, to not be bothered for 30 minutes. You get to want what you want. Turn them into I wish statements. I wish I had 30 minutes to myself. I wish I had a partner. I wish I had X amount in my bank account. I wish I had a dog, whatever it is. And then from there, turn it into, turn it into an affirmation that serves you. Okay, so this is what I did. I use the affirmation because this comes up very often. <laughs> I don't have enough money. That's what wasn't working. I don't have enough money. <laughs> that was a thought that I had the other day. I like to spend money, y'all. I love, love to spend money. I'm, love, I'm learning to love to save money more. I'm just like playing with my money mindset these days. And so I had the thought the other day, I don't have enough money. Because there's just all these things that I wanted to buy. My brain said, I don't have enough money. I was like, oh, that is not something I'm affirming. That does not feel good. That's just not the energy I want to carry. I don't have enough money. That's not energy I want to carry. Now, this is not to say, go spend your money willy-nilly. That's that's just saying energetically, that's not something I want to affirm. I don't have enough money. Because you think about manifestation, you are what you attract. That I'm not trying to attract that. So then I turned it into an I wish statement. I wish I had more money, okay? So again, that's just an opportunity for you to really see what's going on inside of you. Now, that's not our affirmation because that's a form of lack. I wish I had more money. That is to say I don't have enough right now, right? That is a, really, if you think about it, a, kind of a lack statement. It's coming from a loving place, but it's this, I don't have it. I wish I had more money. But it's a, it's a honest guide map. I want you to be honest because from there, when I turned it into an affirmation, an affirmation, again, is going to encourage me. It's going to help to uh, really encourage where I'm going, who I'm becoming in a positive way, in a productive way, in a way that feels in alignment and expansive. So I went from I don't have enough money to I wish I had more money to the affirmation I created was I love creating multiple streams of income. I stepped into the energy, show up as if it's already done, of the person who has more money. What is it that they are thinking and feeling? I love creating streams, multiple streams of income. That is 100% true. I have multiple streams of income. And that lit me up. I was like, that is true for me. I can find more ways. I can create more ways authentically to create more streams of income. Because what wasn't working is, I was like, "I I want more money. I was like, okay, go create it. That's, how, that's the way we get to have fun and play with it and keep it light. But here's the thing. You take action from that place. You have to take action from that place. I'm not just going to sit here and say the affirmation, I love creating multiple streams of income and just sit and just say it. You got to take action, my friend. You have to take the action. I love creating multiple streams of income. That lit me up. It made me feel expansive. It tickled my brain and my brain immediately started thinking about all these different ways that I can create more income for myself and my family. And that got me excited. So then I take the action from that place, right? And then from there, we create, that's how we get it. This all compounds. That's why I love the human spirit. It all goes one into the other. As I take the action underneath this affirmation. I am being consistent. And when you are consistent in your action, you say what you do and you do what you say, you build that trust with yourself. Consistency plus trust builds that confidence. As you gain that confidence to say what you do and do what you say, you just gain that momentum of being that person that, yeah, when I say it, I claim it. And it might take me some time because I have to learn how to do some things. I might have to go through some growing pains, but it's going to happen 
going to happen. So many people lately have been talking to me about how they're unmotivated. I feel so unmotivated and they're waiting for motivation to land in their lap. Stop it. Sorry. Stop it. If you are that person, I was that person. Tough love a little bit right here. Stop. Stop waiting on motivation to land in your lap. Go create it. What do you want to be motivated by? Maybe that's what's not working for you. I'm not motivated. Okay, your I wish statement is, I wish I was motivated. Okay, cool. Think about the, some of the things that have motivated you over the years. And then just go take a stab at it. Go try. For me personally, I get motivated when I listen to personal development books, when I watch uh personal development YouTube videos, when I listen to uplifting music, I have a money playlist that I will put on sometimes. Think about what motivates you and then go take action and try on different things. And if one thing doesn't motivate you, don't give up on it. Try something else and try something else. Don't sit here waiting on, oh, oh, I'll do when I get motivated. Okay. I mean, that's an option. (laughs) That is totally an option, my friends. And I'm not judging you. I'm judging you a little bit. I'm only judging you a little bit because I hear the pain in the voice of the friends that are like, I am unmotivated and I want motivation to happen to me. And I'm only lovingly judging you because I know that if you get some momentum, that's where your motivation is. Don't wait on it. Create it. Whether you create it through some action, create it through an affirmation, create it through a little bit of both. You do you. Take what sticks to you in this podcast, leave the rest, but maybe that's all you needed. One person in this podcast was just that little motivation piece. Play with this 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 week, my friends. Affirmations are not band-aids. They are not band-aids. Think about what you would like to believe. I want to believe that I'm beautiful. I want to believe that I'm rich. That those can be affirmations. I am beautiful. I am rich. But also notice if when you go to say those things, if there's itchiness, if there's a snag inside of you, that's something to look at. If when you go to say, I am rich. Y'all, I say that and I feel it in my bones. It feels so good. I am rich. I am abundant. Ah, that's one I've been saying for years. I love it and it feels so yummy. But it didn't always feel that way. Maybe you say I am rich and it feels horrible because you have thoughts about rich people. You have thoughts about what it means to be rich. You have thoughts about getting rich. Look at those thoughts. That's something for you to clean up. And if you want help cleaning that up, that's what I do. I would love to help you look at your brain and see what those thoughts are and clean it up so that your brain is reflecting what you want it to reflect. So it's saying things you want it to say so that you are creating things, actions, affirmations, a life that you legitimately and authentically want. That's how we do it. All right, my friends, I hope this podcast serve you. I will see you next week. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.